Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. Now, today's conversation is all around our money pillar and investing in real estate with Tim Bratz. Now, Tim is the CEO and founder of CLE Turnkey Real Estate, a real estate investment company that acquires and transforms distressed commercial and apartment buildings into high-performance investment assets for their own portfolio. Now, working in real estate, Tim has learned how to build a passive business and create a residual income that allows him to live the lifestyle of his choice. He's here to educate and empower others to become financially free through commercial real estate. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Tim Bratz. Well, welcome, Tim, to the Rise Up For You podcast. We are so excited to have you here today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation and thank you for all the, all the content and the value that you provide too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, we're, I'm excited for the conversation today and uh, we always like to start by having our guests share with our audience who you are, what you do and the journey that brought you here. Uh, um, <laughs> so I'm a real estate investor. I buy apartment buildings and I started out, I was going through college 03 to 07 when the market was going crazy and everybody's making money in real estate, right? And so mm -hmm. that's what motivated it. 20, 21 year old kid at the time. Um, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio originally, moved out to New York City and became a real estate agent. I thought that's how people got involved in real estate. And that's that's uh, what I did in 2007. And so became a commercial real estate agent and got into leasing and negotiating leases for businesses and landlords. And um, the first deal I ever closed was a 400 square foot commercial retail space. And I helped negotiate and found a tenant and um, it was 400 square feet and we signed a lease for $10,000 a month and wow. there was a 4% annual increase and it was a 12 year lease term. And I remember sitting there doing the math on this thing and realizing that this landlord was going to make almost $2 million over the next 12 years for doing something at one point in time. Wow. And I was like, I'm on the wrong side of the coin. I need to be <laughs> owning real estate instead of brokering real estate. Right. right. And, um, I think a lot of people get involved in real estate for, for that reason, because of the passive income, because the, the allure of residual income, that mailbox money and yeah. doing something once and getting paid on it over and over again. And that's what was a big appeal to me too. And I thought I needed to go and stockpile a bunch of my own cash and make a bunch of money in order to get involved in some of these like long-term investments. And, um, I went into a different aspect of real estate. And so um, I started flipping houses, the stuff you see on HGTV. Yeah. And I got into something called wholesaling, which is essentially contracting a property and then selling the contract and making a fee on it. And then I got into um, like selling turnkey rental properties. So I'd, I'd buy a house and fix it all up, put a tenant in place, put management in place, and then sell it to you know an entrepreneur or a white collar professional who just wanted a passive property. Um, and then I started a management company and I went down this path of doing all these different things. I've lived in, uh, lived in Charleston, South Carolina, and then I came back to Cleveland, I'm back in Cleveland right now. But, um, during the time I invested in apartment buildings, also some, some of my own stuff. And I kept on, um, you know, I bought an eight unit. I traded up into a 14 unit and I fixed that one up and I traded up into a 23 and then a 31 and, and built up a portfolio of a few hundred apartments. And about two and a half, three years ago, I remember 
sitting back and I got to, you know, uh, we went on a vacation, took the family out to a lake house. And I don't know when you're, when you're on vacation a lot, and especially in that type of a setting, you wake up early and you got a cup of coffee and you're <laughs> thinking about life and you're thinking about your goals and you're reflecting on business. Yeah. And I remember sitting there um, a couple of years ago and thinking, you know, I'm spending only 10% of my time on my apartments. 90% of my time was on this transactional stuff, right? right. Trading my time for money, flipping houses, doing all that, paying right. the bills, but didn't build wealth. Right. And 10% of my time was spent on apartments, but it was 90% of my wealth was created from apartments. And I thought, mm. man, what am I doing? I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm, this is what I want, but I'm not pursuing that. I'm going down a, a, a different path mm-hmm. and it's not, it's a roundabout way. If like, I want a more direct path. Why don't I just only focus on apartments? And so I remember coming into the office the following Monday and just burning the ships. Right. And I told my <laughs> team, I'm like, we're not buying any more houses. We're only buying apartments, and um, uh, that's what we focused on. And, and I think, you know, when you make that kind of a declaration to the universe of saying, this is what I want, I call it law of attraction, call it whatever you want, right. but I, I truly believe that it comes back, right? And the next deal that comes across our desk was an 11-unit apartment building, and we, we quickly just assigned the contract because it didn't fit our buying criteria, but we made $90,000 on that deal and gave us enough cash to cover overhead for a few months to start building up our own apartment portfolio, uh, mm-hmm. even a little bit more. And so, um, fast forward, you know, a few years later and today, as we're talking, I own a little over 3,200 rental units, uh-huh. um, about a $250 million portfolio. Nice. And in the next 60 days, I have uh, about another 600, little over 600 units that we'll be buying. Um, and we're selling some stuff too. So we'll be a right around 3,700 units. Wow. Over the course of, the, of uh, uh, the next 60 days and about around a $300 million portfolio. So it's, um, it's pretty, pretty amazing what wow. we've been able to do and um, uh, just, you know, excited, appreciative, you know, trying to pay some, some of it forward. I, I truly believe that wealth is one of those things that is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Right. Yeah. I think there's an infinite amount of it. I think it's like, it's like sunshine, right? right. If you get sunshine takes no sunshine away from me. Right. And so, um, I, I just, you know, I started putting some stuff out on social media and educating people on just general wealth building principles and how to buy apartment buildings. And I do a little walkthrough video on a, a property I was purchasing and how we renovated it. And it got some traction and took me to a place where people started hitting me up and saying, Hey, Tim, will you mentor me? Will you coach me? And so, yeah. um, I do a little bit of that stuff, but I'm really, you know, build my own portfolio, but I do a lot of joint ventures with people that I, that I coach and I mentor with. And so we're able to do some deals together and help each other build wealth. And so Mm. it's kind of what I do and and how I do it, I guess. I love that. That is so great. And I love that you um, just talked about that, you know, the the way you're spending your time and where are you really growing your wealth. And I think that's such an important conversation because sometimes I know in the, um, and the, the people that, you know, that I coach and rise up for you, we work with is we work on both sides with corporations and with entrepreneurs, but it's like, sometimes you feel like you have to do everything right. And mm-hmm. so you're like this wide and this deep, as opposed to going drilling down deep into that, that one thing and putting your, you know, all your time and effort, at least most of it in that one thing that really is accumulating wealth and future and, and now parlaying that into, you know, helping other people do that. So, so tell me a little bit about that, like aha moment. I know you said you just kind of were thinking about that. Like what, what started that for you with being, you know, really narrowing down into just that? Yeah, I think it's, you know, you, you hear it a lot, right? Like uh, the more focused you are, you need to stay focused. You need to, 
And a lot of people get into, let's say, real estate, right. you know, and they say, oh, yeah, real estate's my focus. I'll flip houses and I'll buy some rental properties and I'll uh, start a management company and I'll, and I'll get my real estate license. I'll broker some properties. <laughs> right. And like it's all vertically integrated. No, no. Real estate is an industry. Mm. It is a massive industry and it's not a niche, right? Like my niche is 100 unit apartment buildings in A and B class areas that need you know, value add, they're distressed, they're beat up mm -hmm. physically or, you know, whatever that, that meet a certain buying criteria and blah, blah, blah. And like, I have a very, very specific niche on, on what I buy. And I realized early on, like, you know, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur. I came from a B, like a blue collar neighborhood mm -hmm. uh, outside of Cleveland, Ohio. Don't come from a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, especially a solopreneur getting started, you have to be Wonder Woman, right? You have right. to be Superman. You have to do right. everything. You're doing the accounting. You're doing the marketing. You're doing the sales. You're doing the operations. You're right. doing human resources, and and it's really hard when you when you're in that mentality for so long, getting your business and just grinding and getting it off the ground. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to then let go and, and and back off of some of those different things. And so, um, you know, you you hear a lot. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. And I remember um, uh, just one of my mentors early on said you know, niche makes you rich, right? Mm, like you right. focus on a certain niche and, um, and that's what really creates wealth. And you can see it in, uh, talk about doctors, right? A, a general practitioner physician making good living, 150 grand a year. Right. But if you're the best neurosurgeon in the country, <laughs> you're making multiple seven figures, right? Right. And you're like, oh, well, you can only appeal to that many people who need neuro neurosurgery, but like, yeah, but they're willing to pay for the best. You know, if anything ever happened to my kids or me or my wife, I would be willing to pay whatever to go to the best in that, in whatever that, that circumstance, that area of expertise is. Yeah. And so people will pay for professionalism and, and expertise. And the, if you can become the expert in whatever niche you're in, let alone the authority, right, where people yeah. are now searching you out and, um, and begging you to do business with you, like that is when really a ton of momentum gets built up and you can do some amazing things and make a real big impact. Yeah. I love that too. And, um, and, and I like that when you, you know, when you shared about how you started, there was some diversity there. There was some, you know, let me try this and this, and it's all under the umbrella, right. Of real estate. But you know, you kind of put your hand in everything to really drill down to see what the niche would be mm -hmm. right. Where in, in my industry of coaching, it's, it's sometimes, I hear a lot of the, the gurus and the people say, oh, you need to know your avatar. You need to know your niche. You need to know where well, I don't think you do at the beginning. Like you like no. try like whoever's in front of you is the person you can impact. Right. And then you realize, oh, I thought this would be my niche. But you know what? All of a sudden I'm attracting these kind of people. You know, I'm attracting what, you know, whatever the case may be. And three or four are coming to me with this problem. So maybe that's what I'm meant to do, right? That's the niche, right? So I think a lot of the niching too is timing a little bit and just uh, like you did, like the trial, the error, the, and then determining like, yeah. oh, this is it. This is the one. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's, it's trial and error. It's trying to figure that out it, and it's figuring out what you like. You know, I thought I liked flipping houses. I freaking hate flipping houses. <laughs> I think it's the worst thing in all of real estate. I think that stuff you see on HGTV, HGTV is the worst out there, you know? <laughs> they so, make it look so fun and so like, oh, it's the you know. worst. It's, yeah. and they make no money. And like, oh, it's, so it's, it's a lot more work than they make it look but, like, right? <laughs> yeah, but but to your point, it's it's figuring, like you don't know what you don't know, right? And right. so it's figuring out what you like. It's figuring out what, what you're good at. Right. It's figuring out, you know, what, 
drives actual revenue and can create a, a life and an income and a, and a, right. and a net worth for you. And, right. you know, there's certain seasons of your life where you follow the money. There's certain seasons of your life where you follow what, what the fulfillment, there's certain seasons yeah. of your life. And so I think, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today unless I went through all that crap, right? If I, unless I went through, you know, uh, you know, all the terrible and the tough and the heartache and the, the, the being broke and all that kind of stuff and yeah. trying to figure all this out, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I would never change any of that. Um, I just wish I would have done it faster, right? Mm. I wish I would have figured out a way to do it even quicker than I have. Right, right. And that's, uh, yeah, that's one reason we do this podcast, right? And there's so much information out there to help people get there a little bit faster. And it sounds like with you, with your, um, you know, now that you're mentoring and coaching. So tell me a little bit about that. How, how is that morphing and how do you feel about that? Sounds yeah, like fun. I, I, so I love the coaching piece. Like I never realized how much I like that and, and just, I mean, you, you know what it's like, you, you like, when can you can go it, into yeah. somebody and see how much potential they have and see how much opportunity they have and help them realize that and help them think bigger than they could think on their own. Right. Um, I mean, that's the stuff that feeds the soul. Right. Absolutely. And, and for me, um, just, just letting people know a lot of times, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier of just the whole reflection piece and being able to sit back and it's hard to see the picture when you're inside the frame. And, Absolutely. And so sometimes you need somebody to step out and, and give you a, a 20,000 foot perspective on this thing of what could be. And right. um, I, I love doing that. I love helping people and, and letting them know, hey, I've, they've been in this transactional game, trading their time for money and not getting ahead for 10 years. Like right. you keep on doing that. What's going to change? There's not like you have to do something different. And you already have these certain resources and we can deploy that blah, 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 and helping them kind of just pivot. And right. usually it's not a, a Herculean shift. It's just a little pivot. Um, like what happened with me in my business. Um, mm-hmm. I already had an acquisitions guy finding houses. I already had a project manager renovating houses. I already had a, um, a dispositions guy selling houses. All I did is I went to my acquisitions guy said, you're not buying houses, you're buying apartments, right? I went mm-hmm. to my rent, my project manager. And I said, you're not renovating houses, you're renovating apartments. I went to my, dispositions guy and said you're not selling houses you're going to be managing apartments and it was just a pivot just a pivot a right shift. it's really hard to do that especially you know you need you need a mentor a mentor you need a coach in order to uh sometimes instill that confidence in you and yeah. that confidence helps you take that leap and uh it's amazing you know like life is short right life and so short, i try to make yeah. these improvements and make these changes and i try to reflect and um you know, write the course as often as I possibly can. And so, yeah. um, you know, like I plug into men- mastermind events and I sit with groups of other entrepreneurs and people that I respect in the, in business and entrepreneurship. Um, and I'm always, re- you know, bouncing ideas and sitting back and thinking about that stuff because every time I do, there's this, this quantum leap forward in mm-hmm. life or in business. Um, it's not always about business stuff. It could be about relationships. It could be about health. It could be about, um, you know, mental clarity and, and spirituality could be anything. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think, I think having a coach and having a mentor um, is, is a powerful, powerful piece of the puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I can't agree more. And even as a, a coach for over 30 years, I've had coaches and I still have coaches. I mean, so, you know, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, best of the best have coaches, right? So it's, it's a, and, and they know, and the high performers know that it's so important. And, and here you are, I mean, you're doing it, you've lived it, you've lived the grind, you're living, you know, 
and and now you're serving others. So I mean, that's just absolutely beautiful because especially when it comes to you know real estate or or any um, anything that can be kind of a get rich quick conversation, right? And I know a lot around real estate and you see these guys on TV and you're like, oh, yeah. just do this and just do this. And so it can hurt your industry a little bit, right? Because the people are not it's, trusting. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. I, I get a lot of blowback and uh, prejudgment, right? On, yeah. on what we, like people, I, I'm one of three people that I know who are actually out there doing deals and coaching in mm. the entire real estate industry. Ever, like, like I told you before, it's not fun flipping houses. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, and you don't really make a lot of money. And education business, you can make a lot of money and it's a pretty easy business, right? right? And so a lot of those guys who end up flipping houses in their residential world, they just they just stop doing that stuff because they make more money in flipping or in uh, in the education business. Teaching people how to do I, it, right. It, is, right? it is what it is, but I, I don't think that's a an ethical kind of thing if you're teaching somebody that you don't practice, right? Right, so, right. I've partnered up with an education company that handles all the logistics. It's a lot of work right. on that side, putting events together and all. I don't want anything to do with it, right. but I love going out and, um, you know, I do deals with, with people like I have great operators that come out and I'm able to get involved in deals with them. I have people who are great entrepreneurs who come out and say, Hey man, I love what you're doing. Uh, I don't want to do any of it, but I have money or I have access to money. Let me, can I invest with you and um, earn a good return and have some equity in these projects? And yeah, that's great. We can all do more together and right. do more deals together. That's why I do the education piece. Not because like it's, it's probably five to 10% of my total income is coaching. Right. The other 90 to 95% is all, is just doing deals. It's just right? doing deals. Right? Um, it's, but there's not a lot of, that's cause I'm in commercial real estate. All, all the residential people all make all their money in, uh, in the coaching side. In the coaching, so. <laughs> the coaching. They realize yeah. that, yeah, it's a good story. And yeah, there's some money to be made, but that, you yeah. know, they don't tell you all the work that goes into it. They make it look yeah. easy on TV, right? So yeah, I yeah. love that. That's fantastic. Well, awesome. Well, um, so I want to get to our little power section right now and ask yeah, you a couple questions. So tell me um, a book that maybe has had a massive impact on you or one that you really want to recommend to our audience. So there's all the... There's all the, the the core books and the classical not like the Think and Grow Rich, right? And the How to Win Friends and Influence People and Richest Man in Babylon, Power of Positive Thinking, um, Magic of Thinking Big. Like those are all massively impactful. I think probably a lot of people say those. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I don't hear much that I read twice a year, it's an easy read, packed with uh, profound principles is by Jim Rohn, who's one of the foremost thought leaders in personal development. Right. Um it's called 12 Pillars, 12 mm. Pillars, really powerful book. It's only 100 pages. You'll sit down, you'll knock it out in, uh, in one sitting, and it is like, it's unbelievable. Like, I live my life by it. I read it twice a, twice a year at least, and then I, I have, like, all these highlights, right? And I read all <laughs> the highlights and the Cliff Notes version that I created yeah. myself right. on the book because it's so good. Like, you oh, got to sit there okay. with a highlighter and highlight all these things. Right. So 12 Pillars by Jim Rohn. 12 Pillars really good. by Jim Rohn. Great. Awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, how about a quote that you live by? Um, so I'm, I'm coming to you from my house right now, but if we were in my office, you'd see him big. I had this custom, um, these big custom letters made, and it says, Be Your Best. Um, and just kind of a, a quote, you know, I always want to like be the best at everything, but like, it doesn't matter how big you get. doesn't matter how, um, how much, like 
Richard Branson. There's somebody that Richard Branson like is trying to, get to like. There's always going to be a Jeff Bezos. There's always going to be, a, right. you know, one of these people who have more or are doing whatever. But you know, I, one, I say be right. Like that's a that's a being president type thing. Not just go do like be like mm-hmm. make it everything inside of you. Uh, your meaning. You don't have to be the yeah. best. You got to be your best. Just show up, be better every single day, and uh, make a make a conscious improvement in yourself and um, and your situation and everything you have going on in your life. Mm. And be the best. Like never leave yourself short. You know, I like the last thing I want to do is be on my deathbed and think I could have given it more. Right. Right. Like that. That to me, um, I had a good friend, like very good friend of mine, and somebody I respect hugely a very successful entrepreneur. And she, she asked me two weeks ago, you know, Hey Tim, why do you keep on buying real estate? Like you're in a good, good position financially. Like you don't need to buy anything anymore. You can live a better life than 99% of people and blah, blah, blah. You're like, we're in a very litigious economy and and a very litigious, uh, real estate's a very litigious business, slip and falls and fires and all this stuff. Right. Right. And, um, she's like, why are you taking on all that risk? And I said, because the risk of not knowing what I was capable of far exceeds any other risk that could possibly surmount, you know, yeah. that, that, that could take me down or whatever. Like that is a greater risk in my mind of not knowing what my potential would be versus some other, you know, uh, mundane worldly risk right, that, right. that I could face. Something that may or um, may not happen, but yeah. 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 So, so That's be fantastic. your best, be your best, simple, but super powerful. That's wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Well, you might have already answered the last question, but if you could leave the world with one final message, <laughs> one golden nugget, that was a pretty good little golden nugget there. <laughs> what would you, uh, what would you want to leave the world? Yeah. Yeah. I hate to, I hate to duplicate, but I have to say that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just have to say, um, you know, if there's something that I, I left my kids with, I left the world with, I've had a billboard that said something, it would be, be your best, you know, just, uh, be present, you know, and, um, and be grateful too. You know, I mean, I think a lot of us, we have so much, I'll give you an example. Uh, four months ago, I was on a golf course playing in a scramble with a bunch of real estate entrepreneurs and stuff. And, uh, I was on one side of the fairway. Another guy was on another side of the fairway. I was a little bit ahead of the ball. We were hitting another direction though. And, uh, this guy slices the heck out of the ball. It comes, hits me at a hundred miles an hour in the mouth, oh. shatters my mouth shatters my teeth, um, rips my lip and my gums open, everything. Wow. And um, I remember falling to the ground because I I was like, oh, I didn't even see it coming, right? I remember, boom. I remember falling to the ground, seeing all the blood and thinking like, I don't do well with blood. I'm going to pass out here. (laughs) So I kneel down to the ground and I just look down. This blood streaming from my mouth. I feel my teeth hanging from my gums. and, um, And I remember looking down at the grass and thinking, man, this grass is like, really well manicured. It's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> they do a great job here. And then like, you know, the stream of consciousness sets in like, what the heck am I thinking? Like, how can I be grateful in this situation? Right. And I'm like, well, here's why I'm grateful. Cause it hit me in the mouth and it didn't hit me in the eye. I'm not blind. Right. It didn't hit me the temple. I'm not dead. I'm going to be able to go home, not wear an eye patch and not like, I'm going to be able to go and see my wife and see my kids and hug my kids. And right. maybe I can't kiss them, but they can give me kisses. Right. Like that's something to be thankful for. Yeah. And so, I, again, it goes back to the whole universe thing and as, as, as goofy as it might be, but yeah. I truly believe in it. Yeah. So I get back, I get in the, the golf cart. My buddy's driving me back to the clubhouse. We're four holes away. So we're as far on the, away from the golf clubhouse as we could possibly be. 
we get back, I'm rinsing out my mouth. It's 6 p.m. on a Friday night. And uh, I'm Google searching 24-hour dentists uh, while my teeth are just hanging out. Oh. And all of a sudden, somebody from the clubhouse comes in and says, there's two dentists dining upstairs. <laughs> Come upstairs. I go upstairs. There's two dentists and an ER nurse oh. all in huh? the clubhouse. They all oh. drop what they're doing. They take me to the one guy's office. He stitches me up, calls up his buddy who's an oral surgeon, comes out, puts my teeth back in. I only lost one tooth, which but they were able to save everything else. I should have lost a whole mouthful of teeth, wow. you know? And um, uh, I, I don't know. Would, if, if, I put, yeah. if I put gratitude out there, if I didn't put gratitude out there, would those people be there? I don't right, know. Right. You know, but I, I truly believe that um, if you're thankful and you realize like, Hey, I lost one tooth, not 11 teeth. Right. right. I, I can't drink out of a straw that well anymore, but guess what? I can still, I can still eat something. Right. right. Like I had to eat soup for two months. Wow. But guess what? I ate a tomato basil bisque that <laughs> was wonderful. In Africa, they're eating mud pies right now. <laughs> would give their right leg to eat. Right. Exactly. Like, what kind of jerk would I be if I was uh, too pretentious to eat a tomato basil bisque? Right. <laughs> right. So, so, you know, it's like, you just put that gratitude out in the universe mm-hmm. and be appreciative for what you got. And I think, I think really the universe responds in a big, big way. Huge, huge way. Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, then, then you, um, you know, for me, I start realizing like, did this happen to me or for me? Was there something about this challenge or struggle or what feels like, you know, really bad at the time? Well, okay. What's the learning there? So obviously for you, that's just how life is showing up because that's who you are. And that's who you're being, right? Exactly what you say. So that's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, before I ask my last question, how do we connect with you? I'm pretty active on social media. Connect with me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm really active on. So um, facebook.com slash TL Bratz, Tim Bratz. Tim Bratz. And uh, just catch me there. Shoot me a message. I respond to all my own messages. So if anybody wants to talk about... um, real estate, building wealth, doing deals, partnering up, whatever. Nice. Hit me up. I've got questions. You want to um, just kind of bounce some ideas off me or need some resources. I'm happy to help any way that I can. And um, I truly believe that, you know, what you put out there comes back. So yeah. um, I'm always trying to plant seeds and meet great people and meet great entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much for that. Okay. Last question. As you know, we're called Rise Up For You. So when you hear that term, what does it mean to you? I think it goes back to what you just said of is life happening to me or for me. Mm. And I think, you know, when, when things happen to us, like it's an obstacle that was put in our way to see how tough we are. Right. And it's goes like, I remember watching the Rocky, uh, I forget which one it is, but when he's talking to his son, he's like, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit, mm. you know, and keep moving forward and how much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. That's how success occurs. Yeah, and I think, I think continuously, getting knocked down, getting back up. Like the only reason I am where I am right now is because I've gotten knocked down more real estate than anybody else. Right. Yeah. And I've gotten back up mostly because I didn't have anywhere else to go. Right. <laughs> I came out of school only, only knowing real estate. So I don't know what else I do. So I kind of had to stick through it, but I can tell you how many times, like burned by contractors countless times, you know, mm. walking into houses with roaches falling on my head, walking out with, with fleas up my jeans, leaving my jeans at the property, driving home in my underwear, right? Like uh, just just countless things right. getting ripped off by bad business partners and uh, over and over and over again. Um, 
overcoming all these obstacles, but I kept on getting up, kept on moving forward, made me a little bit sharper each time. And I think if you keep on rising up um, and you have faith that, that it'll work out, I think every time it does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you, Tim, for your time today and your wisdom. Um, I love that it's the journey that you've been on, you know, and the realizations and and what you're doing and how you're serving, um, you know, the people you're coaching and working with. And I I just, I just love it. Loved everything that you shared and really appreciate it. I know it served our audience today and I know that they'll be in touch with you because, because it's great. I mean, I just am so, um, so inspired. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. And again, thank you for all the value that you're putting out there and uh, the impact and that that ripple effect that you're making. So it's, um, it's paying dividends in a big way. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.